The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. and gentlemen welcome back to chair shot nfl you can follow us at chair shot n f l my name is pc tony and i am joined as always by my money man it's ray cash uh, he calls me his money man but he actively every week tries to lose me money when we give our picks so yes money <laughs> But I, it seems that way, like we're actively trying to make everybody lose money, Bray. Unfortunately, we've both been that bad. So I don't know if you're smart enough to bet against us already, you're doing great. Uh, if you're dumb maybe enough to start, whole, maybe that was a trick yeah, the whole time. Yeah. If you're dumb enough to start betting with us now, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I don't know how things will turn, but nonetheless, here we are week eight. Ray, first of all, I just want to tell everybody little hiatus for this show, little hiatus for DWI little vacation time I had to use over here at the chair shop, but we are back through the rest of the year. Love the holiday season coming up on Halloween. Ooh, Halloween episodes this week. All right. I think D- DWI Halloween episode Ooh, maybe geez. this week. And uh, maybe I can get the curmudgeon Patrick O'Dowd to do a Halloween episode on uh, Bandway. I, he might be into that. I, some Halloween segment. We got to have a Halloween segment, right? BWN. If it's not his idea. Should I t- it's not for him. <laughs> Did you like what I told him he needed a suggestion <laughs> cup? Man, look. I, I, I've already I, talked I, to I him about this to his face, and he plays the part sometimes. I don't think he's nearly as Oh, cool. he loves yeah, it. Yeah, he loves it. So no, we could go he ahead. He loves it. I, but I, I love Patrick so much, but it's so fun to rub on him. And he and he, he plays the, the unwilling um, partner in that role perfectly. So, yes. Shout out to Patrick O'Dowd. Shout out yeah. to the Bears. We'll talk about them today. Oh, boy. Not for long, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's too bad. I don't care. I, just deal with it. Yeah. What other? Uh, Edge has been back lately. So, Greg DeMarco has been going strong. Uh, what about uh, DJ? Mindless Wrestling Podcast is going good. I was on Mindless Wrestling last week. We had a we, getting... we had a fan. I'm sorry. No, no, go, go. I was gonna say we had a really, really good long ass debate on the merits of Austin Theory as as Money in the Bank winner, and a little deeper, the difference between 
what the what's canon. So what the show is telling you is canon versus what fans want or accept as canon. Really good conversation. Check that out. Yeah, definitely. You can find all of that at Chairshot Radio Network on thechairshot.com and all of your favorite streaming platforms. And before we get into the topics this week, just let me tell you, head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Pick yourself up a Chairshot t-shirt. Plenty of great designs you can wear anywhere and be the hit of your party, event, gathering, soiree, whatever, shindig, uh, showdown, what else you got? I forgot to tell you, um, I had a I had an interview with Russell Westbrook, and I told him to shoot me a text, but he missed it. You got any other ones for us, Ray? I don't. That was I worked really hard on that one. <laughs> worked really hard on that one. Wow. <laughs> Do you want to tell it again? <laughs> no. By the way, not a bad guy y'all to trade for, because Miami don't want him. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right. Anyway, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Get your ass over there. Get it in soft style. Don't be a cheap bastard. And don't forget the chairshot.com. Always use your head. Ray, had a great idea about something to talk about. I heard it. Yes. Uh, one of the morning NFL shows did one of those spoof bits on, uh, you know, like Frank Caliendo or Rob Riggle, whatever. But they did it mm-hmm. on the NFL 22-23 regular season actually being the upside down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, right? I mean, it's been a weird year. Yeah, you got a lot of teams you thought weren't going to be in a winning position right now, and a lot of teams you thought would be above 500 or below 500. Let's just start with two of the best quarterbacks of all time: Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Both teams three and four, some of the worst statistics they've ever put up in their career. It's it's crazy to see that, but I think the one underreported stat. And maybe it's been more important than I'm giving it credit for. I don't live in Tampa Bay. I don't live in the greater Milwaukee area. But uh, I think they're partially to blame for their woes. Now, granted, age is undefeated. Even don't let the Nike commercial for you with Jason Momoa as Father Time getting his ass beat by LeBron. Father Time is undefeated. That's a a funny commercial. It's really good. It's very good. Um, Brady's 45. And he's in the midst of going through a divorce. And his, all of his weapons just seem to get old all of a sudden at the same time. Not to mention, no offensive line. But my issue with Brady is simply this. He's not in it 100% anymore. And so you can't hold your team accountable if you're not in it 100%. And that's similar to my issue with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, do you think, Aaron, is that is that just because you think of the divorce, he's not in it 100%? N- well, so, because sometimes, because here's my here, here's my only like I I it makes sense to say that right, but yeah. here's my only here's my only thing to to that happens sometimes in those situations, and I think you'd agree it doesn't happen all the time. It may not even happen mm-hmm. much, but sometimes in those situations, that's like a respite and something you just turn to, so you dive into something else deeper. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how oh, much yeah, yeah. I don't know how much fucking deeper he could be diving into it. Guys like him and Peyton Manning and all the studying and you know that's really what separates them from being, you know, a, 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 a edge Hall of Famer to the greatest ones of all time. They're not that much spectacularly better sure. with their physical talents, but they sure. were just There's they just they're just fucking smart as fuck, and they both had an arm. Well, till the end well, of his career with Peyton Manning, one hundred percent. But but what I mean is, uh, he has every Wednesday off. Yeah, well, he is forty five well, too. Sure, uh, and again, I, I I'm not saying he hasn't earned these rights, but he he left the team on a Friday to go to to Robert Kraft's wedding par, uh, party. Well. Like there are things he would never do that he's doing now. And again, I'm not begrudging him the right to do that. What I'm saying is is that when you're the leader and you're the person people... The reason the, the Patriots were, were... The reason the Patriots were so good all those years was just like the Spurs. Anybody that played for the Spurs will tell you, Pop got on Tim Duncan more than anybody else in that team. So if Pop got the nerve to go to Tim Duncan and, and berate him, then you, the 12th, 13th, 14th man better get in line. Same thing with New England. Brady was while he's the greatest ever, in my opinion, 
was one of 53. And now here it's Brady and the Bucks. And then you kind of see that matriculate itself on the field. And I, I, I don't begrudge him for that. He's earned the right to enjoy his accolades. But nobody asked you to play this long. You chose to play this long. So, like, if you're going to be in it, you got to be in it. It's the reason, it's the reason Grunk retired. Because he didn't want to be in it anymore. If you're going to be in it, if you're going to take all the money they're giving you, if you're going to be front and center, if you're going to be the guy that the entire team is built around, got to be 100% in it, which is partially my problem with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think his, his mind and his heart is 100% in it. And his issue is a lot more on Gutenkutz, or how you say his name, than... That's, that's pretty close. Goody. Yeah, just, right. call him, just call him Goody. Goody, or... or Aaron starts calling him by his first name again because they're cool now. Brian. Shithead. Uh, get somebody. Get get the boy a receiver, dog. Oh well, what we, we may we may be trading for AJ Green. To which I replied on Twitter, "Let's go ahead and see if To or Ocho Cinco or Randy Moss want to come back too." Like, and then Greg just was right underneath me with, "You can have him for a couple dollars and a bag of balls." Have you ever have you ever seen a semi pro? Yeah. With when they what traded like uh, for Woody Harrelson, they what traded the, yeah. well, they traded the dryer. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> they right. The dryer <laughs> for Woody Harrelson. Oh, um, but man. it's some receivers out there: DJ Moore, Jerry Judy. It's some people available. Do something, because those kids are gonna be good in five years. They're not there yet. All right, let's let's get into this whole upside down thing, right? And the teams yeah. we want to put in there: Giants, right? They're six and well, one. Both New York teams. Yeah, both New York teams. Yeah. We'll get there. I got, I'm trying to go in order so we remember. But you're right. Oh, you're right. Yes, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I just don't want to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. No, you have. It's, it's, uh, your, it's your world, baby. No, no. It's our world. It's our world. But I want to. I got to. I, my brain doesn't work as well as yours. Henceforth, <laughs> <laughs> right. the DWI podcast. We get. Yeah, you know. Giants. Okay. Giants. Not the Cowboys. Five and two. Kind of expected, right? We don't put them in the upside down. No, they go in there because they're they a backup oh, with, got them to five. Yeah, well, uh, so basically, what I want to do here is I want to decide which teams are in the upside down and which ones have an actual chance at the end of the season, the playoffs called the right side up, where things just will go okay. wrong. So, do you think okay. do you consider them moving forward that way though? Because Dak now is five back with a win and five and two. I don't know. That's the let's you tell me. Do they go into the upside down or not? I think we expected them to be here, not necessarily the way they got here, but they st- they have Dak back. That would be my argument. I would be curious to go back and list what everybody thought the Cowboys would be uh, eight weeks and seven weeks in the season. All right, um, let's put them in there. Da- before Dak hurt his, let's put him in there. His, yeah, because I don't think anybody expected him to be fine right, too. Let's I, put him I, in I don't. All right. Uh, the only the best teams of the upside down we're 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 doing here, okay? Okay. Vikings, I don't think five and one is like reason for them to be in the upside down. No, because Vikings make plays every year. Yeah. There's nobody above five hundred in the NFC South, so you could put that division in the upside down. That's, yes, <laughs> blows my mind. Uh, and okay, that will count as an entity. When we answer, when we ask the question for this segment to end it, that will count as an entity in and of itself. Okay. Is that you like that? I like that. Can okay. we put a game in the 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 Panthers Bucks game last week? Oh my god, that's an upside down what game. The fuck, my bro. God, shout out to the XFL legend PJ Walker. Talking about tutties, they talk about those are touchdowns. But you could the new tutty could be the upside down. You're we got a, oh we got a tutty. All right, uh, Seahawks definitely in the upside down four and three after G- Russell's gone. Geno Smith himself too, yeah. Right. Okay, let's move over to the AFC side. So from the NFC side, we have Giants, Cowboys, the entire NFC South as an entity, and the Seahawks. Do you not think? Do you not think that Philly being undefeated and being the consensusly best team in the league? No, I think we knew how good their defense was going to be, and and okay. I, I just do. Okay. 
I they got that. better, by the way. I did see that. Did they get Robert because Quinn from Chicago? They, yeah, they got a great defense. And you know what? Give them another great defensive end. Wow. Wow. Uh, Jets, we already said they're in there. I think the Dolphins at 4-3 and three does not qualify for the upside down. The record doesn't, but if you take away what happened to Tua, then they might be six and one. I mean, you could throw them in there if you want. Eh, well, we're just throwing teams in there. I, I think we don't clearly we don't have enough time to to really expound upon this idea. Oh no, this will be I quick. This is this is the longest part of this conversation right here is deciding who's in it because at the end we're just going to ask one question and we'll both have an answer and that'll really be it. Right, but what I'm, what I'm saying is, it's easy to just say put teams in. But I mean, if like, I'll put Tua Tagovailoa as a player in the upside down. Well, here's why because, because we came into this the, thing thinking he couldn't throw twenty yards down, and he leads the he leads the league in yards per catch. Well, putting Tua and Miami in is going to be the same in answering this question. So if you want to put him in, put him okay, in. Okay, well then put him in. There you go. Put him in. Put him in. I don't think anything out of the AFC North is upside down ish. Really, the Browns and Steelers are not no. as great of a record as we thought. Well, they don't really have the quarterbacks that they thought, right? And while the Ravens and Bengals should be better, they're both above five hundred. Yeah, and I'm not going to put the Ravens in there, but it's it, it's worth for conversation because they have had historic losses. Oh, comebacks. Bad. yeah, it's been bad. Every, yeah, it's every game they've been up by 10 points, and they're 4-3. and three. That's ridiculous. AFC South, AFC West, I don't see much up, much qualification for the upside down except for a game or two in one direction, possibly. But, I, you know, the Titans are 4-2. and two. I could see them easily being 3-3, three and three, so that's not that big of a deal. The Chiefs are on yeah. top of the AFC West. The Chargers are above 500. Yeah, yeah, everything else is... AFC is pretty normal. NFC is a crazy one. Okay, so Ray, out of all the teams in the upside down through week seven in the NFL season, talking the Giants, the Cowboys, the entire NFC South as an entity, the Seahawks, the Jets, Tua, not putting the Dolphins mm-hmm. in, we put Tua in, which is going to still be able to answer the question as the Dolphins. And that's it. Out of all of those which of them is most likely to win the Super Bowl? The Giants. Really? I think they have a. I think the Giants have a fantastic chance to get to the to the to the NFC Championship game. Absolutely. Do. It's funny because in giving giving as a as a as a multiple choice question, and one of those choices being the entire NFC South having Tom Brady on a team. But it just don't see it, right? And I don't see that either because they're not really the team they were. I would say the Cowboys, to be honest with you. Not the Jets. So the Cowboys not have Tua. a better the Cowboys have a better team. Yeah. It's it's the Cowboys, I think. If you put them that's why I don't know how upside down they were. Do you know what I'm saying? Because if you take I, them I, out, I, I, now it's a really interesting thing to take because you took the Giants, and I don't know. I believe in the Cowboys more than the Giants. I still don't know that I would take the Giants. I think I would end up taking then Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you why I take the Giants over the Cowboys. The Jets I'll you almost. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you why I take the Giants over the Cowboys. The Cowboys have a better defense. The Cowboys have a um, better quarterback, clearly. But, but well, I take the Giants because Brian Dable is a better coach than me than Mike McCarthy. You'll oh, you attest to that. Here. But and I think Mc- – yeah. But I think the main thing is style of play. I have this argument with outsider Carl, my boy Carl all the time. He's a diehard Cowboys fan. I'm playing Carl I this do week not... in fantasy basketball, by the way. Are you? Yeah, I wish him not nice. well. In, I wish him not well this week in fantasy basketball. In other aspects of life, <laughs> I, will... I wish him much, much happiness and joy. I'll spread. I'll tell him the message because he damn sure ain't gonna listen to this. Uh... <laughs> don't worry. I'll don't worry. I'll DM him. <laughs> I, nobody in their right mind will tell you that Cooper Rush is better than Dak Prescott. But the way the Cowboys played, the way Kellen Moore called plays for Cooper Rush was more indicative of how the Cowboys should play. 
they're going to play hero ball with Dak because you're paying him $150 million and because you know he can do that. Daniel Jones is handing the ball off. Daniel Jones is making plays, running bootlegs and, and, and getting five-yard scrambles to get first downs. But Daniel Jones the is type the... Of play, yeah, yeah. Play, the, play the type of style of play that it takes to win in the NFL. Uh, Daniel Jones is the reason I would not pick the Giants, though, because I just don't think when it comes down to it, and it's going to at some point when you get into the playoffs, at some point, maybe not in the first round, maybe not in the second round, maybe not in the championship game, maybe not in the Super Bowl, but one of yeah. those games, you're going to have to put the team on your back and yeah. throw the ball to win the game. And I, I, I haven't believed in the Giants all year, so... If don't mm-hmm. want to listen to me on this, then don't listen to me. But in the smell test of just observing their games and their talent, I just don't think they have it over a majority of the teams we put into the upside down. That's fair, and 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 they they desperately need a receiver. Sneaky big news for the for the for the show. They don't have a receiver that has over two hundred yards. Well, Daniel Jones, they're Daniel. Yeah, what did Daniel Jones right? It ain't all Danny's fault because Danny is throwing dimes. This well, year. they just don't. He runs the ball a lot. He's a very good running quarterback. Well, they run the ball. They run the ball as a as an offense. Saquon's oh, yeah, killing Saquon, the game. I think he's leading the league in rushing yards. So, all right. Well, he's number two. That's my other sneaky big news. We'll get to that. Well, I, they're not playing. Austin Eckler, sir. I got both of them on both, all three of my fantasy football teams. Wow, so you're going to win. <laughs> in one league, I have Lamar Jackson. The other one, I have uh, Jalen Hurts. And then the other one, I'm searching because I drafted. Well, him. just make your money out to PC Tunney. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, folks, we're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to get into week eight right here. Chair Shot NFL, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, the chair Always use your head, and don't forget ChairShot Radio Network, all of your favorite streaming platforms. All right, welcome back. ChairShot NFL. You can follow us at ChairShot NFL. PC Tunney, Ray Cash, ChairShot NFL Week 8 preview right here, ChairShot Radio Network. Don't forget ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The ChairShot. Ray, Week 8, which used to be the... After this week, you could say, oh, we're halfway through the season. But now there's like 18 weeks, apparently, because there's a bye, and then there's 17 games. 17 games, And then, does 17 games still make you sick to your stomach? The number of games, no, but the reason behind it and the greed behind it, absolutely. It's just... I'm okay with the greed, but I think the number's stupid. Well, the number bothers me because I like (laughs) finality, yes. 100%. 16 was so perfect. 16, 8, it was, 4, it was 2, like yes. You had 32 teams. They played 16 games. You know, you had a quarter of the season. You had a half of the season. You know, you, your stats were kind of, you know, I'm just a stat geek. What are you going to do? All right, let's get into it. Thursday night football, Ray. Right away, we're going to talk about it. Tonight, as you listen, on Amazon, 8.15 Eastern start, the Baltimore Ravens head south to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to take on Tom Brady. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, they they showed a stat. Who has played the most games against an NFL MVP at a quarterback, starting quarterback that started against a, another NFL MVP? Drew Brees was first with 67. Tom Brady was second. I'm just remembering this off the top of my head. Tom Brady mm-hmm. was second with 50. Aaron Rodgers was third with like 28 maybe. And then fourth, I don't remember who it was. It must have been Lamar Jackson unless this was a um, Tom Brady stat. But it makes sense for Drew Brees to have more than both of those, both Rodgers and um, Brady because he had Cam Newton twice a year for a while. Mm -hmm. And he had Matt Ryan twice a year for a while. Mm -hmm. And there were not a lot of and quarterback MVPs, if I can remember, uh, in the NFC East, AFC East, or NFC, I know there weren't any in the NFC Central. I can tell you that. No, no, and then NFC East. Name me a team in the AFC East that was good during that run. Right. You right. got the one year tap in to put my arms back. That's it. Um, I I get worried about Lamar going home to Florida because he presses. 
And he already has a quarterback that presses, as you can clearly, if you're watching the fourth quarter, you can tell. Look, this is not Miami, but I mean, Tampa and Miami isn't that far apart. I am, I'll tell you this. This is the most must-win game of the season for both teams. Because if the Bucks fall to three and five, you might as well, the, the division's gone. And I know the division's terrible, but I just don't know. They're tied for the, first right now in the division, so they'd only be a game back if they lost at worst. You're right. But again... Like, he's going up against Andy Dalton. P, who's PJ, PJ Walker starting now for Carolina? Yes, I'm, I'm actually okay with that. And, and man, as much I, as, I, as... And Marcus Mariota, Mark I'm Mariana. sorry, but, the, but the, the Atlanta Falcons are not going to win nine games. You 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 don't have to win a certain number to win your play to win your, your division, but I'm just worried about them at getting in such a deep hole when there's no Ryan sure. Jensen's the only guy coming back. Sure, but like there's nobody else walking to that door, um, and the Ravens we're trying to keep up with Cincinnati, but also the a, the AFC it's always been the heavy hitter conference. So you keep falling behind, you don't you're gonna we're already already destined to play if they can get that far have to go back to Kansas City or have to go back to um, Buffalo. You want a home game, dog. I, it, uh, All right. I so the Buccaneers are favored by one point. So if you take the Ravens, you're going to get a point. The over-under is 45 and a half. What do you got, Ray Cash? This is your team. So if there's one thing I can tell you, and this is unbiased. You know who I'm picking. The numbers tell you. You know who I'm picking. Look, the Ravens are going to, to be controlling this game. Eight weeks in a the row. The Ravens are going to be winning by 10 points. That's what the numbers will tell you. Seven games, every game has been up by 10 in the fourth. That's what the, the question is, can we keep that lead? The Bucks can't run the ball. Tom Brady can't hit open receivers right now. And their defense can't stop anybody. I, we're going, I'm going with the Ravens. Yeah, I got the Ravens winning this game on the road. Definitely. Uh, I just think the Buccaneers are hurt. I see this being an under 45 and a half. I, I don't know, man, because the one thing I can say about Lamar is he's harder on himself than anybody I know, any any player I can think of. The way he played last week, he trying to go out there and throw about three, four touchdowns and run for a couple. It's This could be high scoring. I'm going over it. All right, since we started with your team, we're going to go to my team next and go a little out of order. That way, Do on we my... have to, man? Because uh, I saw that spread, dog. I'm mad for you, bro. Uh, that's okay. I don't mind that. Uh, I, that's what we deserve. The Packers will head to Buffalo Sunday night on NBC. Packers are 11.5-point underdogs, and I don't know that Aaron Rodgers has ever been an 11.5-point <laughs> underdog in his career. I, I'll, I'll say that. that. Over under 47.5. Uh, the Bills will score points. I, yeah, this this looks like this looks like it's gonna be like a a a forty to high twenty game, right? Like the Packers score two touchdowns in the fourth quarter and make it like just a little bit closer than it really was. But folks, just don't be surprised if the Packers win like twenty to thirteen. I'm glad you said it because you took it out of my you took it out. You took it out of my out of my mouth. The this is the type of game, which and you you're a Packers fan, that the Packers will be up for. But listen, <laughs> here's the thing, Ray. The Packers were three and one. They lost an opening season game on the road to Minnesota, who's a good football team, in a game in which a young receiver dropped a wide open touchdown to start the game to be seven to seven. After that, they won their next three games. After that, they lost to the Giants, the Jets, and the Washington Commanders, having a double-digit lead against all three teams. Baltimore. Don't be surprised. If I had to put money down, I'd take the Bills in the over. I'd give the 11.5, but don't be surprised. No. They're, I, the only place I'm taking that biggest spread is in college. Ain't no way in hell in the pros. No. 
I, you take the Packers in the points. All right. Come on, dog. Um, by the way, while the Bills are the best team in the AFC, they have a propensity to play down to their competition. And that's the thing, too. You see Aaron Rodgers on offense here. And we're taking a little extra time. These are two pretty big freaking matchups this week. So just deal with it if you're not a fan of these four teams, folks. But Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you have Aaron Rodgers on one side of the ball. On defense, the Packers, like, don't be surprised. Like, you you, you got Kenny Clark. You, you got Rashawn Gary. You got you got uh, Preston Smith. You, you got Devondre Campbell. You got Adrian Amos. You got Darnell Savage. You got Jair Alexander. Like, you have fucking playmakers on that team. Can they put four quarters together for once? I'd love to see it. I don't know if you will. I'll, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. We got to move on. The Sunday morning game. That's the Sunday night game, NBC, 820 Eastern. Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern. It's on ESPN+. Plus. The Sunday morning... What are you, what are you, what are you stirring? Who's stirring? I'm, I'm cooking. I'm cooking. Me? You're co- what are you cooking? You cooking? I'm, I'm cooking for Russ. What are you cooking? Shit. It's <laughs> 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 playing. Oh, I see. Oh, I see, because that's the game. Yes, it's on ESPN+, Plus this Sunday morning. Is this game in Germany? It is in... I believe it's in Germany. Yeah. Okay. No, Wembley. Wembley. This is in Wembley? There is a Germany game, I thought, and a Mexico City At the game. Dortmund Stadium, yeah, at the yeah. Dortmund Stadium. Okay, that's still coming. The Denver Broncos take on the Jacksonville Jaguars, both teams 2-5, and five, over under 39.5. Jaguars favored by 2.5, and, and that's the team I'll take. I'll take the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I'll take over 39.5. If Russell plays, I'll take the Jaguars. <laughs> if Russell wow. doesn't, I'll you're take like the You're on Brett Rippin, huh? You're on that Brett Rippin bandwagon. <laughs> I'm more than anybody else but Russell Wilson bandwagon. Bring back Drew Locke. Where's Jake Plummer? Where's Kyle Orton? Well, Nathaniel Hackett <laughs> has proven to be an ineffective and inefficient coach. Uh, he should have stayed an offensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. That might be what we're missing over here. Play calling. He's, the, uh, he's genuinely the offensive Wade, Wade Phillips. Like, don't ever put him as a head coach. Yeah. It's been bad. And I'm, I'll, I'll go the under. This, this is not going to be a high-scoring game. By the way, Travis Etienne, James Robinson is gone. Better, you better work, kid. That's a true story. We'll see what James Robinson does uh, when we get to the team that he will be currently on. All right. Let's head on over to those one Eastern games. We got a few divisional matchups. The first one will be the Carolina Panthers heading to the Atlanta Falcons. Both teams under 500. Panthers coming off of a big win. Falcons just falling under 500. They'll be favored by four and a half at home over under 41. Ray Cash. Chubba Hubbard and the other, uh, I can't remember the other running back, really fell away about Christian McCaffrey getting traded, huh? They balled out last week. Um, the Falcons can't pass the ball. The Panthers show that they can. I'm going to go with the Panthers and the upset. Um, and yeah, sorry, I got to hit the points, but I'm trying to think. I'm 41. That's a lot. I'm going to go under, like 13, 10 type of shit. I'll take Carolina in the over here. I think uh, Carolina keeps a lead here. I think maybe they get something going behind P.J. Walker. So, yeah, I'll I'll take the four and a half points, and uh, I'll go over 41. Let's keep it rolling PJ here. P.J. Moore, please. Yeah. What's it, P.J. Moore or P.J. Walker? D.J. Moore. Oh, DJ Moore. Yeah, PJ Walker to DJ Moore. Oh, that was a nice touch. I'm always a big DJ Moore fan. All right, Chicago heading south to the Dallas Cowboys. An old-school NFL matchup, Chicago Bears, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. And these past two games that got blown up, but the other games before that all went down to the to the wire. They're competitive. Miami's going to win the game. Yes. So I'll take Miami. Um, I'll take, I'll take the three-and-a-half, too. And the over. If you ever see any game involving Tua, Tagovailoa, or the Lions, pick the over. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about teams traveling across the country. The Arizona Cardinals heading up north. We had a south team heading up north. We got another west-southwest team heading up north, taking on the Minnesota Vikings, upstart Minnesota Vikings. But I got to tell you, folks, DeAndre Hopkins is back. The Cardinals at some point always have a stretch of games where they win. 
I am not a biggest believer as the Minnesota Vikings being a five and one team as some other people, maybe four and two. I'll give you that. As far as the caliber goes, I got Arizona with the big upset. I'll take those three and a half points just in case it's close and we lose. But I think Arizona by at least a touchdown, I'll go over 49 in a really fun game up in Minnesota between Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, and that Minnesota offense against Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Eno Benjamin, and and the and Borch and the boys. You took the words out of my mouth. D Hop changes the entire game for that team, changes the entire complexion of that team. Most underrated moment of, of the week last week was when Kyler yelled at Cliff and was like, "Calm the fuck down." And backstage, the backstage in the locker room. D Hop called a players only meeting and was and was like Kyler talk. Kyler is taking control of that team like a quarterback should. I got the Cardinals and I'm gonna give the points. All right. And we're going over. You know, it's it's <laughs> a lot of people don't want to give Cliff Kingsbury any due about much except for being a good offensive coordinator-ish play caller kind of guy, right? And being like damn a, handsome. He is a handsome all right. Well, yeah, yeah, you know. He, um, but maybe he's been on Kyler's ass waiting for him to push back and take this control. Great point. You know, and we don't know. Finally, I, so, came out. You're right. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to have, if we're going to blow, that's the always thing we've done. Whether, to, to be honest with you, Ray, you and me especially, you know, you throw Patrick and Dave in there too because they – Speaking of Chairshot Radio and Chairshot Radio Network, for don't forget Hockey Talk is back with Patrick and Dave. Um, yes. That's Tuesday mornings. Um, but we really hit all the aspects of what we do, the wrestling, the, the sports, and the entertainment. And while we have our biases one way or another, or fa- I'd say it's a favorites, I should say, not bias. It's kind of a difference there. We are always willing to call it both ways. Mm-hmm. So... You know, we may be a little bit less willing, but we do. But we do. All right, let's keep. Oh, you say kicking and screaming, huh? Yeah, let's let's keep. Uh, I guess. Um. <laughs> all right, the Las Vegas Raiders. I always have to check there when the Raiders come up. I'm not sure if it's L.A., Oakland, or Vegas, but it's Vegas. It's the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the New Orleans Saints down in New Orleans. Raiders are favored here on the road. A, a matchup of a couple of teams with a couple of wins over under 49 and a half. Give me the under and the Raiders. The Saints just don't impress me without Jameis Winston, a healthy Jameis Winston. The Raiders are a two and four, a four and two team masquerading as a two and four team. They're much better than they should be. They're worse, worse than they should be. But they're better than they're showing, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And it's interesting to note that Dennis Allen is really trying to put his stamp on that team because Jameis is healthy, and they're still rocking with Andy Dalton. That's a big step. I'm going to go with the Raiders. It's hard to win in the Dome, but the, the, they're here. Josh Jacobs has been a revelation recently. Max Crosby is heating up again. Uh, Devontae is Devontae. Um, yeah, let's go with the Raiders. Let's go outright. And, yeah, I can see, I can see some fireworks in the Dome. Let's go over Divisional matchup, like I said, we had a few of them this week. We have the New England Patriots heading to New Jersey to take on the New York Jets. Wait, what? Did I read, did I read that right? We have the New England it, Patriots it, heading it, to yes. New Jersey to take on the New... Okay, I did read it right. To take on the New York Jets. This was making sure I read the prompter right. There is no prompter, folks. That was a bit. Follow me at PC Tony. Patriots are... <laughs> <laughs> That's good, right? You like that? Patriots are the favorites in this game. They're giving the Jets two and a half points over under 40 and a half. How are the Jets getting two and a half points against the Patriots in this game? Ray, new... is this a run to the smell kind of thing here that happens in Vegas? How do... those... Listen, those buildings in Las Vegas don't get smaller, and I've bought a lot of light bulbs out there. Let me just tell you. But there's something that seems very wrong about the Patriots being favored on the road against the Jets here. The New Jersey Jets of New York. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's like an Eupui situation. Shout out to Eupui situation. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> that is the dumbest name ever. <laughs> um, the Eupui no, Jets. I, I, what, what aren't they? What are the are Eupui the banana slugs? I don't know. Call that, up George Hill. Are they He's the only guy I know who went there. <laughs> George Hill's the only guy I know that's ever gone to that school. I, I could, I probably could get an interview. He doesn't. He probably lives around here somewhere. He, he still plays for Milwaukee, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably not. I, he probably lives 10, 15 minutes away or something. I don't know. I'm just trying to well, yeah, him. maybe not. All right, no, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Um, no. So this is definitely a smell test, but also I think it's just respect for Belichick. Belichick abuses young quarterbacks. So, but I want to get your opinion before we give our. Uh, our picks. Uh-oh. This is the one thing I wanted to talk to you about all week. Bailey Zabke, Mac Jones. Yeah. What do you see? How do you call it for me? What 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 do you I know they they look the same, but call it for me. Is is this should Zabke be the, the starter? Is Mac Jones better? What are you thinking? I'll be honest with you. Neither one of them is the answer. Mac Jones is basically a guy who's I don't know what you gotta you got to have a Baltimore Raven. He's like a Trent Dilfer. Like, that's Mac Jones' ceiling. Bailey Zappi is much game. better. Bailey Zappi's a really good backup quarterback who's not afraid to come in and make throws. But let me tell you, folks, those two big throws he had, the one was so underthrown, the receiver made an adjustment. He should have walked into the end zone with the ball. And the other one, Devontae Parker is one of, you know, maybe 20% of NFL receivers that makes that play for you. Most of the time that this. most of the time that ball's intercepted. I'll tell you this. Bailey Zappi got bigger balls than Mac Jones. And that's that's crazy to say given that Mac Jones was in a a, a, a locker room with Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> and he won a and won a national championship. But Zappi is fearless. Anyway, Mac Jones is the guy because he doesn't make the mistakes. Mac Jones is just like Brady. Brady wasn't talented his first couple years, took the time, got better. Problem is you don't have the same people around them. Ramondre Stevenson, great start. You need the defense back. They ain't got the defense. Because they don't have the defense, Garrett Wilson, going to have a field day. One Jets. Over. Yeah, I. as much as I, I, I hate to go against Vegas, most of the time I just don't see why the Jets aren't favored here against a very up-in-arms Patriots team. I guess the history of Belichick owning that division, I'm taking the Jets. I'll take the under. I don't see the Patriots scoring that many points. Um, keep it moving along here. Steelers and Eagles. Ray, did you know that during uh, was it World War II, I believe? Yeah, it had to have been World War II. It wasn't World War I. During World War II, the Steelers and Eagles, they couldn't find enough guys to field a team, so they became one team, and they were known as the Steagles. Well, twenty is that's actually true. It is like, true. I wish, I wish that was a bit, but that actually really happened. No, I was, yeah, I was just, yeah. So anytime that man. All right, Eagles favored by eleven. Ray, I know you don't like big point spreads, but Kenny Pickett really, people really like to pick it from Kenny. Uh, over under forty three. Eagles might score forty four. I'll take the Eagles laying the eleven, and I'll go over forty three. <laughs> Sorry, Mike Tomlin. You're, talk, you're talking about disrespectful dog 11 i just and look let's go steagles 11 dog? The pittsburgh steelers are gonna wish they were still the steagles after this game bro they are by the way i may be in the in the minority kenny pickett got it bro he got he got the cojones not this to year be a, he'll a be he'll get better no not this year but the beauty is if they have the patience for it don't do that but joe burrow Found his Jamar Chase early. Pickett got his Jamar Chase. George, uh, George, what's my boy name? Pickens. Yeah. Pickett and Pickens. That kid is catching everything that Pickett throws at him. So him, Firemuth, and um, Pickety and Pickett, Na- the Chinese chicken. Grab a drumstick and your brain starts ticking. Watch the next files with the lights on. Pittsburgh Steelers to the playoffs. Not anytime soon, son. Um. Yeah, I, I I just don't. Can I help it if I think you're funny something. when you're mad? Try not to feel bad. God damn it! It's been eight years since the Steelers won the goddamn motherfucking Super Bowl. Are oh, you thinking bare naked ladies? Yeah, no. 
I didn't. I was singing that chickadee China, the Chinese chicken song, bro. <laughs> it was really good too if you caught it early. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. I just caught the one, the one look part. Um, uh, no, I, I don't fundamentally don't believe in a spread that that big in the in the in the NFL. So I'm gonna take the Steelers to take the points, right. but the Eagles are gonna run away. Yeah. And take the over because Eagles gonna the Eagles are going to put up they gonna fly. All right, all right. Let's make this one brief as we start the late afternoon yeah. games. Titans at Texans. Texans are only a two point underdog, over under forty and a half. Give me the Texans in an onslaught. This is a game they win, and this is a game Tennessee loses. I like the Texans to score nearly forty points themselves. Give me the Texans in the over. I said it earlier about Russ. If Tannehill plays, because he tweaked his ankle last week, I'll take the Texans. If Malik Willis plays, I'll take the Titans. I like right Malik Willis, playing. too. Talk about a guy that's he, got it. I think everybody would rather have him than almost any other rookie quarterback. Pickett. Pick I think is Willis still over is him better play, down yeah. the road. Down the road? Okay, sure. I can see, I can see that. Go, but Kenny Pickett's like, he came in the league at 30. I'm being facetious. Twenty-four, <laughs> but yeah, um, no, yeah, I, I'm with you. I got the Texans, and I'll take the damn forty and a half. I'll take the under. Neither one of those teams to score. All right, Commanders at Colts. Ray, I know you got a lot to say about this game. Over under thirty-nine Ooh. and a half. Colts Let three me... point three point favorite as uh, Ellinger, Sam Ellinger. Not just because of, Coach should have left it at just because of injury, but no, he went all in. Wanted to give the kids some uh, uh, little push, a little boosty boost. What do you think, Ray, about this scenario in Indianapolis? Bryce Young, see you next year. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, DJ, we'll see you next year. No, let me give me a chance to show off here. DJ Uangalele. But well done. And I'm not trying to be funny. I don't know how to say his name. I wasn't trying to be funny. Um, can, can, I tell, can I talk to you about the merits of J.D. McKissick? Uh, yeah, I would wish you would just keep moving along. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the commies. Commies and over. Oh, man. Give me Ellinger. Give me the Indianapolis Ellingers. And I'll go under just because. Taylor Heineke is, is, is destined to be this generation's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Tell me. The All right. Can play. Ray's New York Giants taking on Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. Well, I... <laughs> Man, I don't know who to pick in this game. These are two teams I just haven't believed in all year, Ray. I've, I've, I've been, like, fervent vitriol against the Giants and not wanting to see that. Not wondering, knowing why they were winning. And still don't think they can win. And I've said, unless the Seahawks and Geno Smith are playing Russell Wilson at home, they're probably not going to win a lot of games. Well, lo and behold, they've been 500 without those circumstances. And the Giants just show me up again and again. Give me Geno Smith and the Seahawks at home against the team PC Tunney doesn't believe in. And I'm giving a go. I'm going to go the over here. Over 44 and a half. See, you had to take my pick. <laughs> I may be Team Giants. But, man, that 12th man is real. And Geno at home is for real. I'll take the Seahawks in the upset. How about and Kenneth? I'll go the over as well. How about Kenneth Walker the third? How about that lady flipping him off after that touchdown? I didn't see that. Is it the third or the fourth? The third. Okay, I got it right. Hey, hey, you want to talk about a fantastic draft? Shout out Pete Carroll. They had a great draft. Yeah, a lot of people wondered why didn't he just retire when Russell left. Well, maybe he's just waiting for Russell to leave. All right, 49ers taking on the Rams and Ray. In the first eight weeks, you play your division rival, and that's the end of it. That seems a little odd scheduling to me. They just played three weeks ago. Yeah, but they do it at the end of the season all the time. But you play them three, two out of three weeks. So no, it just doesn't make I, much sense to see, me. See, to, yeah. to me, you should have – to me, you should play three games out of division. Then you should play three games – your three games in division. That's six games, right? You play 17. Then you should play eight out of division games. And then you should finish with three division games. It shouldn't be that hard to figure out that you should give teams a few games to get acclimated before playing in the division, which means so much more, and then make it break or die, you know, do or die at the end of the season. Here we go. Here's where the, all the excitement is. 
and play those scheduling wise, it just makes a lot of sense. But yeah, you're thinking college wise. That's 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 a bit of the college way. But they're thinking of, in terms of who's going to sell tickets and for and um, viewership for these games on they Thursday all do. and they Sunday all, all and three o'clock and Monday. And, anyway, well, but they but the viewership <laughs> is crazy. I know. Anyway, um, back to this game. 49ers at the Rams. 49ers won at home early in the season. Both teams with only three wins in six and seven games. Rams are underdogs by one and a half, rightfully so probably, over under 43. I don't normally believe in players who are traded in the middle of the season as real difference makers. Christian McCaffrey will be a difference maker. And I will not pick. I will not trust the Rams until Odell Beckham resigns or they get a running game. Neither has happened. Got the Niners. Yeah, and I think I've learned my lesson from the last time. If I'm wrong here, I'm wrong. But I'll take the Niners winning this game. They're favored for a reason on the road. McCaffrey, Ayuk, Debo, and, and Kittle? I'll Come go on, dog. I'll go over 43 with McCaffrey having a week to game plan with the team. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay, last game on the docket is a Monday night Halloween game, Browns and Bengals. I, I want to – Browns at home here against the Bengals. I just want to call back a shout-out to the Green Bay Packers and Brett Favre heading to Soldier Field on a Halloween with Thunder, Lightning, Boy, Baby, Halloween night. It was frightening. You better knock, knock, and knock on wood. The Packers crushed the Bears. Robert Brooks had a 99-yard touchdown catch, which led to his 1997 NFL game day commercial in which he said man in throwing the controller down this game does not show my breakaway speed shout out to robert brooks as a packer fan and an all-time nfl halloween moment ray Bengals and browns halloween colors galore give me the bank give me me the Bengals though the browns don't have the offensive firepower here to take with joe burrow and and the crew that's what i'm going with the bbc I'm going with Burrow, Boyd, and Chase, baby. <laughs> yeah, you see you Michael, Michael Irvin, Irvin doing knows Yeah, you see Michael Irvin do that? Do you think he knows? Did you see Michael Irvin do that? Yes. <laughs> I really don't think he knows. That there's an I actual really BBC? He... That there's an yes. actual BBC? <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm, and I'm not talking about you. Bro, dude, J- Ryan Clark was about to bust out of his suit during that segment, bro. <laughs> Dog, I look full forward to first take Mondays. Um, I would have never thought that my favorite analyst would be a Steeler, but here we are. Oh, Ryan um, Clark is one of the best. Him and Greeny are awesome together on on. Uh, so yeah. good, so good. Um, apologies to the big homie Chris Black because Brian's about to get the ass. If you can catch, if you can, if you can catch Ryan Clark translating his own tweets with Greeny while Greeny reads Ryan Clark's Lock. tweets, it's it's some of the Black. funny. That that's just funny because literally they're not. They're not – you're getting them, right? You're getting Ryan yeah. Clark in his tweets, and you're literally getting Greeny, who he is, reading yep. the tweet, right? Like, there's Beautiful. there's two guys who, like, genuinely enjoy each other, come from completely different worlds, use a different form of – and I say – I don't say this in a bad way or any different way. It's just they communicate a little in different aspects in different ways – but it's it's all the same together if you think about it. They're all on the same page and they all have fun together. And that's what community is about. And that's what I love about the NFL and a lot of the things yep. ESPN does in particular. Same reason why Orlowski's been so good there. Oh my because goodness. he's not trying to be anybody else but himself. Yeah, and he you comes know? across as a fucking weirdo sometimes, but we love it, you know. All the time. But he I... but he's truly him. Yeah. There's a um, lot of good. There's a lot of really good NFL analysts on there. I love Rex Ryan. I love Randy Moss on Sunday mornings. Um, I'm not a big fan of Booger. Are you a big fan of Booger on Monday nights? I'm not a fan of Booger, but I love me some Swagoo. Mm. I'm a big Marcus well, Pierce. Well, Swagoo fan. and Perk is I'm a really from good South. podcast to check out. And the best, the best analyst in the business of football, Mina Kimes. Anybody better? Talking I don't about think. Daniel Jones dropping dimes. We got Kimes dimes, bro. I'm saying, right? Um, yeah, that, the fact that we're talking about this lets you know what we think about this game. When Joe Burrow <laughs> showed up... To, it's going to be a spooky, to, scary night for the Cleveland Browns. No, when Joe Burrow showed up to um, the Superdome wearing his natty jersey, you knew it was over for the league. Like, he's back to that Joe Burrow again. Yes, it's not going to be good for anybody. 
Question for you. Would you it, it, Cleveland Browns a good value bet on a winning a Super Bowl right now at four and three? They got to have not of the some of the the odds got to be pretty good. Like I mean, I, like you I can would, still you can still make some money on betting them to win the Super Bowl right now. I would throw a twenty in because when Deshaun comes back, you're you, he's going to give a practice for like three weeks before he plays. You're going to assume. Well, did I say Cleveland? I said I meant Cincinnati. Oh this, no, you, Cincinnati. Well, maybe now given that the odds have changed, but they went last year, so it's not Vegas isn't like they're not stupid. I bet they're still. I bet they're. I bet you can get like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen to one right now. Okay, well, well, look. I want to ask you a quick question real fast. You asked me a question where, while I look up the odds. You spoke about uh, Robert Brooks earlier. Who's your favorite Packer of all time? And can I tell you who I think it is? Why don't you go ahead and tell me? I was going to say Antonio Freeman, but I think it's Donald Driver. Nope. He's still playing. He seems to be everybody's favorite he's Packers still, fan. He's still playing. Okay. Your favorite Packer besides Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh, that's the question now? I mean, yeah. That's like saying, well, Ray, so who's your favorite Raven of all time? Ray Lewis. Duh. Like, besides him. Um, I would say, I, well, here's a bigger question to a lot of Packer fans. I'll answer your question, but a lot of Packer fans is who do you like? Who's you, who do you like better, Rodgers or Favre? Well, yeah, but yeah, but and a lot of people older into... than me like say Favre, and a lot of people me and younger say Rodgers. So those are besides Rodgers yeah. and Favre, who's my favorite Packer of all time? Uh, Santana Dotson, just because he's on Bob and Brian in the morning here, like weekly during the NFL football season, and I've met him. And when he came over, it was kind of the last piece to solidify that line. He came up from Tampa Bay. Reggie White was already here, kind of had Gilbert Brown, Sean Jones, and then Santana Dotson came in. We're like, oh, now we're set on defense. Um, modern day, uh, offensively, let's go – Freeman was awesome, man. I still remember making that catch against Minnesota off the guy's foot. Uh, that guy played with a fucking yeah. cast, too, on his arm and was really fucking good. I think Robert Brooks, man. The guy, he had a neck injury. Oh, Sterling Sharp. I'm sorry. It's Sterling Sharp. As a young fan who's just watching football, I was like, why don't they just, Dad, why don't they just throw it to Sterling Sharp every time? And then That's I was fair. like, and then I was like, Dad, why did Sterling Sharp retire? He's like, because they threw him the ball every fucking time. <laughs> Pretty fair. To this day, the only guy I've ever known who would never wear sleeves in in in, in the cold. So besides Ray Lewis, Terrell Ter- Suggs. Is, I'm such a Terrell Suggs fan. I like Terrell Suggs. Did he do some for. wrestling? No, he didn't. I don't think. Are you sure? All right, maybe I'm uh, wrong. Maybe. Probably. I'm probably. Wrong. Um, <laughs> but I love I love Terrell Suggs. I got a lot of love for Jamal Lewis. Um, I like Jamal Lewis, sure. Jacoby Jones, Trent only Dilfer because guy. of the Houston connection. I mean, I, I look, I rock with Dilfer. I rock with, I rock with all the, the only quarterback of pass that I don't rock with is Kyle Tony Miller. Banks. I can't do it. Tony Banks, Tony Banks, Irvis Gerback. He had some fun. Yeah, rock with him. Yeah. Shout out to him. All right, we've ran down week eight. And uh, before we get to the locks of the week, let me just tell you prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, the chair shot.com. Always use your head and chair shot radio network on the chair shot.com. All of your favorite streaming networks. We got sports, we got entertainment, and we have sports entertainment, the trifecta triumphant triangle of podcasting. We got it. Yeah, I've been using that one for a long time, but I just applied it to something besides my, the, me and Dan's show. Sorry about that. <clears throat> He wouldn't, I did. he wouldn't care. Yeah, send your hate mail that it's me, DPP. Ray, locks of the week. I will go first. Okay. I didn't like the spread here, but I, I'm gonna this I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna solidify a W here because my luck's about to turn. Week eight, it's time to be great. Give me the Jets plus two and a half this week. At home against the Patriots. Okay. So I want to make you money. I'm, I want to make you and point to the uh, Uncle Sam uh, poster of them pointing. There you go. You money. My first lock is Dolphins-Lions over 51 and a half. All right. All right. Miami-Detroit over 
51.5. We got it. All right. Do you want to give us our next, your next pick? Uh, I will give you your next pick. Cardinals take the points. Plus three and a half. Cardinals plus three and a half. That's a yeah. That's a good pick. I that's a pick we were both on against Minnesota here, looking for the Cardinals on the upswing. I, I like it. All right, I got. I said it before. The Eagles may score forty-one points by themselves in this game and hit the over on their own. Don't do They're it. Land eleven. Forty. They might score forty-four. Don't I'm sorry. It. Yeah, the Eagles minus eleven. I'm I'm taking the Eagles. I'll give you eleven. They'll win by twelve at least. They're gonna win by like hundred and twelve. I'm sorry, but I'm just trying to put a pony under Barbara's fucking Christmas tree, all right? Maybe little Johnny wants a fucking scooter. I don't know. What what do you want me to do? Just trying to make your family's Christmas better, Ray. That's all I'm trying to do, all right? Next time, next week we work on the college fund. Maybe we work on like a midlife crisis car for the playoffs or something like that. I don't know, but I'm going to lay spreads all over the place here. The Bears still suck, and the Cowboys win by at least double digits. The Cowboys might win by a hundred and double digits. Give me the Cowboys minus nine and a half. I'm laying the wood this week. That's right. PZ Tunney, Lumberjack, coming at you. You want to? If you want to make my Christmas better, just Facetime me and say Merry Christmas, dog. Oh, That's God. all I need. That's so pathetic. Um, <laughs> my last lock. Christmas wow. is about greed and presents and things, not love and fucking togetherness, right? Jesus. I forgot we're American. Good point. Uh, yeah, that was good. Um, for my thank you for my last lock, I'm gonna shock Mr. Tunney. Uh oh, I'm going to pick the Packers. Oh God, here we go. Plus eleven. I've been, I've been, I've been fucking with Ray's mojo all year. I picked the Ravens and almost all these motherfuckers, but to take the pack plus eleven and a half that that's like a fucking smart. I wonder how you know a lot of money in Vegas comes from Wisconsin. I'll be honest with you. Like, we're the most traveled state to Las Vegas. Outside of, like, California. Outside of, like, a bordering state, right? I think most fly-into state outside of California. I bet you there's a lot of Packer fans taking 11. I don't know. Packer fans are upset, too. But you got Green Bay plus 11 point. I don't know. There's ever enough. You might not have had. I don't think there's been a Green Bay underdog spread like that since. 1990 or the early 90s before five yeah 30 years almost i told you i want to make you money i got you they don't call him ray cash gonna win they don't call him ray cash for nothing folks carter's gonna win outright the lions and the uh the dolphins are gonna play madden literally and i think the packers are, are gonna be close with the bills there you go you got money all right, Merry Christmas. I, I'm giving you the Jets plus two and a half, the Eagles minus 11, the Cowboys minus nine and a half. Ray is giving you over 51 and a half in the Miami Detroit game. That's a really good pick as well. Cardinals plus three and a half and Green Bay plus 11 and a half. Those are your locks of the week here as we have previewed the upside down NFL week eight. Ray, another great time. We will be back next week. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find you and what you got going on in this beautiful world of ours? If you like what you heard, if you if you like what you heard, <laughs> I'm very sorry. Uh, no, you can find me at it's Ray Cash R E Y as in Mysterio, C A S H as in dollars. But we're trying to make you finger point my TV. Yeah, so you cannot be a cheap bastard and head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com and spend that fucking money. But no, give it to us. Make sure you're listening to outside. Yeah, make sure you're listening to Outsiders Edge. Make sure you're listening to DWI Podcast, Chair Shot Radio Network, tons of things there. Sports, sports entertainment, and the pro like wrestling words. entertainment. You know, so sports, sports, yeah. enter, sports entertainment, and sports entertainment. I, I came up with it, and I can't even say it right. Uh, follow me at PC Tony. Follow the show at Chair Shot NFL. That's all I got for you this week, Ray. As, as the music is playing, and we're we're heading out here. Last bit of advice. Don't listen to Tony. Ha! Damn it! TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 2-0.